Good morning. My name is Taiba, and I'm the Vice President of Partnerships. You are now listening to the Together podcast by Junior Achievement Central Ontario. Let's welcome our guest speakers for today. My name is Coco, and I work in the Partnerships Department at our company Together. Hi, my name is Grace, and I also work in Partnerships at our company. My name is Henry, and I'm a part of the marketing team. Hi, I'm Quentin. I'm also part of the marketing team. Hi, I'm Marty. I'm the VP of Marketing at Together. Hi, I'm Isaiah, and I'm part of the mar- the production and tech at the Junior Achievement Program. And my name is Angela. I am the VP of Human Resources. Now, I would like to call upon the president of Together, Benson, to give a small introduction about the company. Hi, my name is Benson, and I am the president of Together. Our company is a nonprofit organization owned by Junior Achievement Central Ontario. Our company is trying to solve the issues of teenagers and young adults not knowing enough about the condition of the environment as well as how their daily actions continuously contaminate the environment. We also work to inspire this generation to try and make a change to help the environment. The mission statement of our company is together in our communities and for our employees, we will make a difference by inspiring our listeners and changing the way they think about the environment for future generations. Something really big that is affecting the world at this moment is COVID. How is COVID affecting the environment? I think COVID is affecting the environment uh, severely in both positive and negative ways. Uh, one po- positive is uh, less is less air pollution from and less carbon emissions from cars driving around. Cause a lot of people are working from home, doing school from home, not really going anywhere. You can't really go anywhere. Planes aren't really flying to many places. Uh, there's less food wastage as well due to like restaurants and schools and they're all closed. So there's not really any like wrappers you can really throw away. Yeah. Like but that's there- like a, one positive um thing about COVID to the environment. But then one negative thing is that there's like, increased medical waste. So like, for example, a lot of people during COVID would wear those um blue disposable masks. And like uh, after like uh, every use, you just have to like throw them out and stuff. And like most of them would just end up in landfills, but like for some countries that can't, um, you know, just like bury them in landfills or whatever, they would choose to dump it in the ocean, which just contaminates the environment even more. Yeah, I think those masks are kind of popping up all in the ocean and stuff, starting to see them. Yeah, like it's just become like a really um, negative thing to the environment, like because all those like PPEs and stuff, think about it, masks and those like... um, face shields and like um what there's those like body protection suits those type of things and like once they're done they just get thrown out and like just imagine covid has been around for like more than a year now imagine all all those like masks and like all those ppes that people use and dispose like all of them like a lot of them would go into landfills but like some of them would still end up in the oceans and ends up like you know just like keeps on polluting and contaminating like our oceans i remember reading something around this time last year like that the strings on the masks like when we throw them out improperly, like animals were getting their feet and their beaks caught on like the masks because we're not throwing it out properly. And that's super unfortunate. These are all really great points. Do you know any companies that are taking any steps to protect the environment? Well, I know like uh, A&W's doing the paper straws, a few of them. Same with Harvey's. Harvey's is also doing the paper straws. A lot of places are doing that now. Um, there's this pen company called Pilot, and they create pens out of recycled plastic water bottles, which helps reduce plastic pollution. Very That's nice. really cool. I heard IKEA, um, shockingly enough, gone pretty green, uh, since the most of their wood is from trees, because that's where wood's from. 
they uh they like a hundred i'm pretty sure they replant every tree they cut like they cut a tree and then they plant two more i'm not 100 sure on it but uh i know half of its wood is uh from sustainable foresters and 100 percent of its cotton comes from farms that meet better cotton standards uh in addition to that also ikea has 700,000 solar panels powering its stores across the across us and Car, a cardboard compactor in their warehouse position dedicated to their environmental cause and have given all of their employees bikes as a complimentary gift or a company gift and attempt to cut down on carbon footprint. Wow. Ikea is really the goat, eh? Yeah. Popping off. Maybe I should get a job at Ikea, a new bike. Yeah, you get a new yeah. bike. <laughs> I know Elon Musk also had uh, solar panels installed on children's hospitals, getting it back running in with just a few days. I think even in the in the Caribbean too, he's he's given away uh, tons. Yeah. But also, Nike Nike has started. Uh, they start. They hired some developers to create an app that helps you compare the environmental footprints of different fabrics. Uh, they also started using post-consumer recycled materials in their products. So I guess like if you had some shoes that were old, I guess you can go into a Nike store or a Sports Check or something. Uh, give your shoes off to uh, to them, and they'll just recycle them into new ones. They're they're even doing the 2011 World Cup jerseys. Wow, I haven't heard of that. But there's this company. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's called Pila, and it's like they make phone cases, but the phone cases are biodegradable. So like, if you were to take one of the phone cases and just put it in the ground, like it'll decompose, but not like not when it's on your phone. I would oh, yeah, respond obviously. to my phone case being decomposed. But hey, sounds like sounds like a good um idea. Well, I guess like, since they're pretty new, it's gonna we're gonna have to see where it goes. Yeah, but I mean, like we use like plastic phone cases, and those will take like a, yeah. like a really long time to decompose. Just hopefully, I don't lose my phone for more than like a year. It'll be gone. My phone case if I lose it. <laughs> <laughs> I've also noticed like a lot of a lot of companies have gone solar panel now. Uh, we talked about Tesla and I, Nike, not Nike, uh, Ikea. Apparently Apple, all their stores, they made a $1 billion deal with the First Solar, it's a co- solar panel company, to power all their California stores, offices, data centers, and headquarters. So I'm pretty, all- sure, I'm, I'm pretty sure Apple is also um, starting electric cars as well. Cool. Yeah, I heard that too. Apple electric car. Same with Amazon. Amazon's also going solar panel. They got, they've, Installed solar rooftops at older distri- distribution warehouses. However, um, there are many other eff- uh, many other efforts that Amazon's also taking that they re- haven't really gone public about yet. Uh, they're powering yeah. a clean future with ten renewable energy farms with wind turbines and working directly with manufacturers to reduce waste. That's one of them. Pretty good. Aren't they uh, trying and like? I think in the UK they're trying like delivery with drones. Yeah. And I guess that's better yeah, than, like, it. big trucks driving around and all day, you know? I mean, again, you got to, like, put a lot of trust into drones because no one's piloting. Or someone's piloting. Are they autonomous or are they being piloted? I don't really know too much about it. I if they're, if they're like, autonomous. Uh, automatic. Yeah, yeah I don't think they're being piloted. Once they have an address, I think once they have an address, they just automatically fly, fly there and back. Yeah, it's like uh, we gotta put like a lot of trust, and only a drone can only take such big of a package as well, right? And only like so many, like one or two, maybe three. So, so do you guys think that's the next step for uh, delivery? Um, I mean, I think there's better ways. I feel like I know there's electric electric semis you know tesla's made an electric semi actually wait back on the drones there's like a lot of controversy over it because 
um, something about birds and like how drones kind of like block and like attack the birds or something. A drone attacking birds. Yeah, like when I drones. I don't are, like, see how that would happen. I feel like it would be the other way around. Because we'd be like, "Quick, there's a bird. Get it." <laughs> not like yeah, I don't see like drone attacking bird or bird yeah, attacking. I think like, electric cars definitely are. I don't think they're ne- they're the next step because they actually generate more carbon emissions than any any other uh, type of vehicle. And apparently they blow up. Well, if electric yeah, electric uh, cars aren't the way to go, there's still hydrogen cars. Um, I know that's something yeah, that are hydrogen cars even effective? Because how far can you go uh, off of water? Uh, I'm pretty sure hydrogen cars you can go pretty far with. Uh, but again, hydrogen cars are pretty... Yeah, you can go like around 300 miles with a full tank of hydrogen cars or 480 kilometers for those who don't use miles. Um, right. But it's very expensive to use hydrogen. I think it's like $90 to fill a tank of hydrogen. Uh, and but hydrogen think- is very hard to get as well. Because number one, you got to take the hydrogen, transfer it into electricity, and then put it into a pump, which then gets put into your car, which then gets turned back into hydrogen, and then water. Right, and that must cost millions, too. Yeah, the production is, is very it's very not good. But hydrogen can, can is might not be like the best for cars, but I know Amazon and their warehouses, they are, they're like forklifts. They're hydrogen-powered. Right, that that's so. Like, would you say so? Would you say coal is the best option? Coal? Um, man, I meant uh, fossil fuels. Well, fossil fuels are gonna run out someday, some in the distant future. Uh, and they once they run out, we're not getting them back. So sustainable energy is uh will be good, but also uh, hydrogen and electric cars are better than what. If in environmental ways, they'll be better than what you'll get out of a gas car. A gas car will pull out a bunch of emissions, a bunch of harmful chemicals out into the environment, while an electric and hydrogen car won't. It might not be as productive, but again, we're only in the early stages of these things. They're expensive now because they're in the early stages. Later in like five, ten years, maybe, like maybe less than five, ten years, they will get cheaper and more productive more easier to use again think of the iphone like the iphone for when the first iphone came out it was an, an an expensive item right it was it was um it was just a brand new brand new iphone like this is not no one has seen something like that before uh but now we're like what at the iphone 12 or something uh technology has advanced so much where now you can have different cameras and stuff like that on a phone so that the i now the iPhone is basically like irrelevant. I don't know how much you can get for it now. Like maybe a couple bucks, like a hundred dollars maybe. So I I see the same thing with electric cars and hydrogen cars. If hydrogen cars do ever take off again, I know in California or some governor in the United States, they made a they put a bunch of funding to towards electric cars and stuff like that. These are all really really great points. Um. So what steps can you take to protect the environment? Coco, do you have uh, an opinion on this? I guess just like unplugging unneeded chargers and cords when you don't need them because it's just like wasting electricity. Yeah, that's a good point. I know like for me, um, whenever I 
go to the grocery store. I guess I haven't been doing this as much, but trying to use like reusable bags instead of the plastic bags. I mean, not just the incentive for saving the environment, but I mean, plastic bags, they like, they cost money. And I think like Walmart, it used to be like five cents, but now I think they're going to go up to 10 cents soon or if they already have, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, and I guess I like work at no frills and the bags you know? are like 25 cents there. Are they really? Yeah. No, I work at no frills. They're only like five. No, I work at no frills, man. They're like 25 cents there, I swear. Oh, two years ago, only five. Uh, here you you always hear you always hear reduce, reuse, recycle, but the majority of our plastic is actually sent to East Asia and other foreign countries. What what other options do you think we can take to help the environment? I think maybe just you know try your best to eliminate single use plastics. You know, reusable straws. You know, yeah. There's no plant based plastic bags. How does this work? They're like plastic, like not actually plastic. They're like plant-based plastic and they decompose. Yeah, so what are some things, like what are some everyday items that can, you know, help change the environment? I think um, one of the biggest ones is reusable uh, water bottles because there are still people that just like stack up like boxes and boxes of like uh, bottled waters in their room and like just like don't, like just wouldn't bother going down the stairs for like two minutes and like fill up their water bottle, which is like, just annoying because all, all those plastic water bottles yeah they say they're recyclable but let's be honest we know most of them probably do not and they just end up in the oceans again um i'm pretty sure like um i remember there was like a commercial that like with the amount of plastic water bottles on uh like on earth right now like it could like go around like the world like three times like if you put them next to each other those brita water commercials yeah that's a brita water commercial <laughs> But yeah, I, I remember like I would like use plastic water bottles a lot in elementary school. And I, I would just think about like how much it costs to get like a reusable water bottle. But I mean, it's worth it in the end because I don't think we realize how much waste we're putting into the environment. Even the amount of money you're spending on on like a 24 pack of water bottles. Yeah. Like sure. if you buy if you buy like what, like three reusable water bottles and like in a month, you'd be making that money back maybe. For two months. So do you guys think that increasing people's standards of living is more important than um, protecting the environment? Um, I think there should be like a balance to it. Like um, people's um, standard of living is obviously important because uh, you can't just like change someone's like living habits. Uh, but at the same time, you can't uh, like forget about protecting the environment because it's a big part of um, it's a big part of our lives. And it's like for like all those seven billion people around the world. This podcast brings up some very valid points. However, we are out of time, and so that concludes our podcast for today. Thank you to all the speakers and everyone that is listening for taking the time out of their day to learn more about the environment and what you can do to help. Stay tuned for more podcasts coming your way, where we will be introducing new guest speakers like eco-club groups from different schools and even a Green Party member. Now, we challenge you to make a difference around you. DM us on our Instagram at TogetherByJA and send us a picture of what you have done. Also, visit the website at TogetherByJA.com. Bye for now.